Good morning, everyone, or afternoon, night, whenever you're listening to this. Before I get into my high-low buffalo and the episode topic, I wanted to let you guys know that if you listen to my podcast on Spotify, I added a feature where you can leave suggestions for future episodes, tips, advice, concerns, whatever you want to leave. <laughs> you can click on the episode and there's a place for you to leave a comment and it's private. I would love to hear what you guys want to listen to and yeah, okay. Getting into high-low buffalo, there's so many highs, and it's always so hard for me to pick one, so I'm going to give a cop-out answer and say the weather. (laughs) The weather has been amazing. It changed so quickly when April came. The temperatures went up by 10 degrees, and last week it was so sunny. I felt like it was summer. I wore a dress, I wore skirts. It was so nice, and because of it, we've been able to play Frisbee and go to the park like we used to in the summer, and I've been playing Frisbee with my friends, and the cherry blossoms are out, which I didn't even know was a thing in New York. It's so pretty. Nearly every single tree that you pass by, there's a million flowers on them. My low is, okay, the other day I went out clubbing with my friends and I got pretty drunk at the pregame. And so once I got outside of my apartment, I was nearly gone. (laughs) And there's this one point in the night where we were trying to go to a club from a friend's apartment and we had to take the subway. If you've never been to New York or if you're not really familiar with the New York subway system basically in order to get into the subway you have to pay and there's like a turnstile that you have to like turn in order to get inside and the only way that the turnstile turns is if you pay so i didn't pay and sometimes what i'll do is i'll hop the turnstile so i hopped the turnstile and it just happened to be in that moment there was cops in the station and they saw me hop it and And my other friends were with me. There was like a huge group of friends and the cops like came up to all of us and questioned all of us, but I was literally gone. Like I had no idea what was happening. And what ended up happening was everyone else skates by and I got a ticket for $100. So I got my first ticket ever in my life in somehow new york city not even with a car (laughs) and thankfully it doesn't go on my record it doesn't affect my insurance anything like that i just had to pay for it and yeah like it was ridiculous the two guys like they literally targeted me because i was the most vulnerable and i was the most out of it and i had no way to defend myself because i had no idea what was going on so i ended up just getting the ticket and not saying anything And yeah, that was fun. That was my low, $100 out of my wallet. My Buffalo, just New York City, my God. You cannot go by one week without something really weird out of pocket happening. This one time I was leaving from dance and I usually leave from dance around like 7.30, so it's already dark. And I'm walking back to my apartment And this guy, he 
Also, again, if you've never been to New York, people just cross whenever they want to cross. So if there isn't any cars in the street, even though it's not our turn to cross, we'll just walk. And this guy, he didn't do it right, where basically the cars were still coming and he decides to cross and the car, the guy who's driving the car gets nervous. So he starts slowing down and the guy who's crossing, he's like pretty normal dude. He like walks up to the car and the car slows down to let the guy go the guy's like being super stubborn and he's like what the hell just go i'm watching this happen i'm like oh my god of course and i'm just avoiding it because this is so stupid the guy is trying to walk across and the cars just stop there and they're both like annoyed at each other and i'm like you know what i gotta get home so i walk around the car but the guy like sees me walking around the car and he like gets in my face and he puts his hand in front of my face and he's like do you want me to slap you too do you want me to slap you too he's like this big like six foot something dude and i'm literally like <laughs> i literally had the most like stone rbf face like i for sure just looked so pissed off and i just looked straight forward i didn't even look at him and i pretended his hand wasn't even there and i just like walked right around him and i think if i had engaged or made eye contact with him he definitely would have done something but i was just like over it i was like i'm tired i need to get back and i don't want to deal with the shit so i walked around him and i went back it was just so weird and it's just like these out-of-pocket things that just make new york new york but yeah that was my high low buffalo Okay, getting into the podcast episode topic, things you should stop doing. So this is a very comprehensive list of random ass things from very serious to very random things. But if you stop doing these things in your life, whether you do them or not, it will make your life a little bit better. The first thing, stop using your phone first thing in the morning in the morning i feel like it's a good time to like get up and use that time to yourself and be present as opposed to going on your phone and being like bombarded with a million sometimes negative things being overstimulated right away i feel like you start off your day kind of disconnected from everything because you're like all over the place in your head and also not even just first thing in the morning but last thing before you go to bed being overstimulated and like seeing this like bright blue light <laughs> another thing that you should stop doing is using the words have to because technically you don't have to do anything. You always have a choice. And whenever you use the phrase have to, you lose a lot of control and you place a lot of control on external things. Yes, there are things that you choose to do that you really don't like. But again, it's a choice. So for example, you have a nine to five job. You may not want to work that nine to five job, it is your choice to work that nine to five because you do not want to face the consequences or have to deal with all the negativity that comes with not making that choice. So if you don't work that nine to five, you're not going to have money. You're not going to have shelter. You're going to feel insecure because you have nothing that drives you and wakes you up in the morning, for example. And 
you choose to not face those consequences by working that nine to five. So again, it is a choice. It's not something that you have to do. And I feel that taking out the have to phrase from your everyday vocabulary and conversations will be like a little thing that can make a huge impact in showing you that you have a lot more control in your life and that you at any moment can make a difference and completely flip the narrative around instead like put back more control over your life and take more responsibility in what happens in your life and what happens next in your life by not using have to and instead saying I want to, I choose to, I will, I'm going to. Another thing that you should stop doing is whenever you think of doing a nice thing, the thought of opening the door for somebody or complimenting someone, don't overthink it. Unless the thought that comes before wanting to do a nice thing is concerning your safety. If you want to like give someone a compliment, sometimes you might think to yourself like, oh, it's a little bit weird, but... In reality, it's really not that big of a deal. And at the end of the day, it's a nice thing. How much bad can that do? And instead, you can completely flip someone's day around. They might remember that compliment forever. They might remember that nice gesture in the future. They might pay it forward. And it's just a nice thing. Another thing that I recommend not doing is grocery shopping without a list or when you're hungry. I... This is speaking from experience. Like all of these are speaking from experience. Whenever I go grocery shopping without a list, I just buy a crap ton of things. I spend way more time in the grocery store. And like, yes, it's fun to spend time in the grocery store. I really like grocery shopping. It's such a grandma thing for me, but I really like walking around and seeing what's there and going through the aisles. Sometimes you spend way more money than you should when you don't have a list because like something looks good and like you end up having way too much stuff in your fridge and your cabinets and you're like super overwhelmed at least that's what happens to me so a list is super clutch when I go grocery shopping also don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry oh my god because then everything looks freaking good like the amount of times I've just put things into my cart because I'm like oh yeah I feel like eating this but in reality like I'm a little girl there's only so much that fits in my stomach so I it's stupid of me to like fill my cart up and spend this much money when it just usually goes to waste or I don't even feel like eating it after I get full etc etc another thing to stop doing is to tell people about something that happens to you right when it happens so if like you have some drama there's something crazy that happens to you like telling people right away is something that i feel like is not the best because then you don't give yourself time to really process it and also react and respond to it yourself so then you end up relying on or being influenced by other people's opinions and their choices and you don't get to think for yourself and it becomes sometimes it can be this mob mentality so an example of this is with relationship things so when I was dating around or whenever I'm talking to a guy I really don't want to tell people what happens to me right away because 
what they want to do or what they would do in that situation is really not reflective of what I would do. But because I told them right away, like all of a sudden I'm like second guessing my behaviors and things I would normally do. And it really isn't me that is reacting to that person or to that situation. And usually I regret it or I usually think to myself like why the hell did I react that way it makes things way more complicated because if I had just reacted myself without telling anybody it would have been way more straightforward but because I told people I'm like waiting for people's responses I'm like weighing out a million options and I feel like I start losing trust in myself because I feel I can't rely on my own judgment and my own intelligence to respond to a situation and instead I have to rely on people and I don't want that for myself and you shouldn't want that for yourself you should be able to take care of yourself and it builds that like character and that I don't know that like skin that thick skin when you react for yourself and then later tell your friends like hear those second thoughts and sometimes there are situations where you're like whoa this is like really complicated and I don't know what to do and yes like go for it and ask and tell your friends but like give yourself a few moments to be like okay this just happened to me what am I going to do about it what do I want to do about it what do I think about it and then from there talk to your friends another way you can make your life better without putting that much effort into it is turning off your notifications at night so i know a lot of people they leave their ringer on and their notifications are like going off on their phone so their phone lights up like every 10 minutes or whatever but it's like a distraction that you subconsciously don't realize is actually affecting you you have lighter sleep and you're like always on edge when you're going to bed when you're supposed to be fully resting and you know getting ready for the next day and recovering from the day you just had but because your notifications on you really aren't ever turned off and you don't get that full recovery that you need I think I've like read somewhere about this and that's why I leave my do not disturb on whenever it hits like 10 o'clock and it's so nice like I sleep so well because of it I flip my phone over so that I don't see any notifications popping up on my phone so just a little thing that you can do to rest better this one is really hard for me to do but I'm trying and I feel like it's still worthwhile to bring up even though I'm not really good at doing this. So you shouldn't say yes when you really don't mean it. If someone asks you to hang out or to do something that you know that you really don't want to do, just say no. Stop saying yes like as if you owe it to somebody else. You know in your head that saying yes is not good for you. It's not something that you want to do, so just don't. Sometimes you have to be there for yourself. Sometimes you are the only one that's looking out for yourself. And by saying yes or no based on what you truly want, it's a self-care thing. Like you got your own back. And sometimes at the end of the day, that's all you have. So be there for yourself. Around the same lines, something you should stop doing is explaining yourself every time you say no or if you disagree with somebody. Just because you disagree with someone just because 
you might give them the response that they're not looking for by saying no or disagreeing with them doesn't mean you have to explain yourself. Just say no. Do you want to hang out? No. You disagree with someone? Oh, well. <laughs> it honestly is a confidence boost. It weirdly enough makes people see you as way more confident and way more sure of yourself and sometimes people look up to people who are like more mysterious and just are very set in their own ways and like don't give a fuck about what other people think or say so sometimes if you don't feel like giving an explanation or if you feel like you owe someone an explanation you really don't and just say no if they are a true friend and they really know like who you are and respect you for that they won't care and they'll understand honestly easier said than done sometimes people ask if i want to hang out and i'm like no but like i feel bad because i'm like i haven't seen them in months or like they keep asking and it's just like you don't have time you have other things going on you have other priorities like if you want to hang out with them, you will reach out to them and like they'll get it, you know? Another thing to stop doing is avoiding your parents or family. Unless like they're like extremely toxic and whatnot. I feel like a phone call, even if it's just, even if you have beef, even if your parents are toxic and they say concerning things, questionable things at times, like it doesn't hurt to just call and say, hey, like I want to check in and make sure that you're okay, you're healthy and that you're doing okay. It can mean a lot. Where I'm coming from regarding this is that your parents and your families raised you. They did enough to the point where you're alive today. That says a lot because a lot of shit can go wrong and like you could have just been left out on the streets and dead. <laughs> but somehow you made it alive and those few early years of somebody raising you, you didn't do jack shit. So you had your parents, you had family, you had somebody taking care of you and taking care of kids and raising a child is a lot. My assumptions are that way. I obviously don't know from experience, but like that kid doesn't know anything, doesn't care about anyone except themselves. They just know that they're hungry. They need to shit and they need to go to bed. And there's somebody that had to take care of them. And those people are most likely your parents, a parental guardian. I don't know who the hell it is, but even if you have beef with them and stuff is going on, like you should at least just check in with them because they checked in with you all those years and that's why you're semi okay at least you're breathing right now and it's just a nice thing to do you know you don't have to do it every day every other day maybe once a month just being like hey i hope you're okay you don't even have to call them just text them be like hey are you okay or send them a voice memo send them a voicemail if they don't pick up the phone ever just be like i just wanted to say i hope you're okay and i hope things are going well for you i know we're not talking and it's fine we can keep it that way but i just want you to know that i hope you're okay another thing to stop doing is driving or using some form of transportation when the place that you're trying to get to is really close by 
get your ass off the couch, their bed, whatever, and walk your ass to that place that is less than 10 minutes away. It's such a weird thing that like for us humans, uh, before we do any form of physical activity, at least for me, I like before going to the gym, I'm not always looking forward to go to the gym. Like there are plenty of days where I'm like, oh my God, like I really don't want to go. I'd rather stay in bed, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I know from habit and from going to the gym often enough that afterwards I always feel way better. And from all the research from you know, I'm sure everyone has heard this before, like exercising does good for you. You feel better. You release good chemicals that make you actually feel better um, when you do work out. So when you do have to get to a place that's like pretty close by and it's like a 10 minute walk, do yourself a favor and walk those 10 minutes and don't you know, hurt the environment by taking some form of transportation and hurting your wallet by having to pay for that gas that you could have saved by just walking a little bit. And you'll feel a little bit better by taking that walk and just being outside. The earth will thank you. Your wallet will thank you. You will possibly thank yourself. Another thing you should stop doing is avoiding making your bed. It's a really small habit that I genuinely think makes a difference my bed and how i keep and maintain my bed and how other people maintain their bed tells me a lot about myself and them because if my bed is messy and i did not make my bed i know for sure my headspace is absolute crap i must be you know all over the place i must be going through something i am not okay if my bed is not made and I and it's the afternoon, I am not okay. FYI to anybody out there, if you see my bed not being made, if the state of my room is just chaotic, please check in on me. But anyways, with that being said, like returning to a bedroom where your bed isn't made, that's just another thing that adds on to, you know, a crazy hectic day. And it's just something very small that you don't realize makes a pretty substantial difference like it tells your internal self that you're not willing to take care of yourself yet you didn't prioritize yourself for the day just some little thing that you can do to remind yourself that at least your bed is made and at least from the outside it looks like you have your shit together even though on the inside there might be some things going on Okay, everyone, I'm back. I feel way better now. It's actually been like, I don't know, 10 hours since I recorded the first part of the podcast. But anyways, we're going to finish through this list. Another thing that you should stop doing is hanging out with people who only gossip and worry about drama. That type of talk and those types of conversations really don't get you that far yes they may be entertaining for a little bit and it's nice to like hear what's going on but it really doesn't benefit you and you end up judging somebody or multiple people when you don't really know the full story and it just creates sometimes this mob mentality like yes it's really nice to have it once in a while but it's way better to have friends that can talk about those things but also talk about important useful 
news topics whatever another thing to stop doing is over the weekend doing anything that has to do with work i'm just specifically talking about people who have a monday through friday nine five a monday through friday work week if your company expects you to work monday through friday and that's it you should definitely just shut down all of your work apps your work computer should never open in the weekend and you just need to respect yourself and those expectations and those boundaries even if you see a notification that's not your place like you have to be there to protect yourself because the moment that you start replying to messages over the weekend it sets this precedent and people start expecting you to give that type of work ethic when in reality it's really not sustainable and you're doing way more than you are getting paid and they're going to take advantage of you for it and i'm definitely speaking from experience for this and also just hearing from other people's stories like don't start it if you don't want it to continue because it sends this message that you're okay with doing work on the weekend something that really helps me with this is i actually have a focus state on my iphone for outside of work so anytime that it's a saturday sunday or past 6 p.m or before 8 a.m my work app notifications are do not disturb basically so i don't get any notifications from any of those apps the next thing to stop doing is to not fully accept compliments when someone gives you a compliment at least for me when i get a compliment it's a really weird thing because i'm not very good at responding to it and i just feel i feel bad because like someone did a nice thing by complimenting me but i make them feel awkward because i respond in such an awkward weird way which is so cringy and i feel so bad but i am working on this one as well and i feel like when you get a compliment someone hopefully fully means it and you should just take it and be like hey like here's a nice thing that someone said for example like someone would be like oh your hair looks really nice today and i'll be like oh but i didn't do anything i will try to invalidate the compliment i don't know why it's like my default response but just take it you're not being narcissistic by taking it you did a good thing you look good own up to it another thing on the list is to stop being passive aggressive being passive aggressive is i mean i do it sometimes and i've i've definitely done it in the past but it is such a middle school thing to do after trying out different reactions to very uncomfortable or negative situations giving a passive aggressive response is so counterproductive you don't talk about it everyone that's involved just thinks about it way more spends way more time on it it delays the inevitable no one feels better about it you leave a door open and sometimes it blows out of proportion and it gets even worse because you don't talk about it so then like little things like tick you off and you try to like add fuel to the fire when really it would have all been solved if you just communicated about it so try not to be a middle schooler a high schooler like put that in your past and 
just communicate about it. Passive aggressiveness is just not cute. It's not fun. I'm trying really hard to come up with unique ways or different ways to start off the next item on the list. But it's just sounding exactly the same. So I'm so sorry if I sound like a broken record (laughs) and it's like annoying. But the next thing that you should stop doing is paying tip on top of the taxed amount. So I don't actually know, like I obviously never like researched this. I've never experimented this myself, but I actually don't know how many people do this or don't do this. But whenever I go out to eat, I tip on the amount that hasn't been taxed. So let's say my burger was $5. I'll tip on the $5 amount, not the $7.22, which is the taxed amount, if that makes sense. So then you save a lot of money. I feel like that makes the most sense. You're tipping on the amount of food that you paid for the tax is like the government you know it's like this third party thing that really doesn't have to do with the service and the restaurant itself last two items on this list stop expecting something in return whenever you do something kind so this one's like kind of difficult to explain because obviously you would want someone to return the favor if they're a good person. But the fact that they're a good person is up to them. Like that's out of your control and you shouldn't have the expectation that someone will do the same or will return the favor whenever you do anything nice. Whenever you do something kind for somebody, it should be just straight up kindness and that should be all it is. There should be no strings attached. But on the other hand, if you do expect something, I feel like it's just manipulation. It's like you're doing this thing and you expect them to do something back. And that is like playing somebody because you're trying to get something good out of making it seem that you're a good person towards them, if that makes any sense. And it's completely justified to like feel hurt when someone doesn't do anything. But that's like a whole other thing. That's like they're just not... A great person they're probably not a good friend they're probably not a good boyfriend girlfriend the very last item on this list stop identifying with your past self even if it's your one second ago self right whatever you did in the past is what you did in the past you have the power and the control in the next second in the next day whatever to do whatever you want to pivot to be a completely different person to change it up so don't tie yourself to your past let me give an example so let's say you're somebody who always plays video games and like gets addicted to playing video games you just identify as somebody who is addicted to video games and that's your coping mechanism i don't know whatever right you can break away from the habit by not identifying with that person. Because in the next second, you can completely flip the narrative and you have that control. In a way, every single moment is a fresh start. You do not have to repeat that pattern that you've been repeating in the past. When you identify with your past self by calling yourself like, I am an addictive gamer, let's say. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is funny for me because this is so irrelevant. But yes, you call yourself an addictive gamer. By saying it that way, it makes it seem like the next step and your future self, you're just trapped in this habit and this way of living, like as if you were designed and made to be that way. But you're really not. Like, that's just your past and you can't change anything about what has already happened. What you can do is change what happens next. So you just have to make that little switch, even if it's the smallest little change, like I'm going to wait five minutes until I start my next game. Like, I don't even know. Whatever it is, you can grab every moment and treat it as a fresh start. Okay, that was my pretty comprehensive list of things that you should stop doing to make your life way better. And again, let me know if you guys have any suggestions for future episodes. I would love to hear them. And also good news, I figured out a way to host this podcast without paying a cent. Thank freaking God. My wallet is happy. (laughs) So I'm happy. And yeah, don't forget to follow the podcast, subscribe. I don't even know what it is for Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you're listening to this on. Just follow it so that you can be caught up with every single episode. I am committing to a Monday, Sunday, Monday or Sunday, Sunday or Monday upload schedule. So I'll see you guys either Sunday or Monday. Bye.